Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to today's episode of Uncaped Heroes. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us. We hope you sit back, relax, and just enjoy meeting another amazing individual from around our world that does extraordinary things in the lives of other people. We're so excited to get to have this conversation. Uh, I'm Stacey Johnston, honored to be here with you, and equally honored to sit alongside my co-host, Kathy Holland. Kathy, how are you today? I am doing great. Looking forward to this conversation and welcoming in our guests for the new year. Right. Speaking of the new year, right, this is going to be a, we're beginning a new year. We're beginning season four. And we've talked over and over about all the things that, that we've enjoyed and that we've learned and that we've brought from this. What's your, what's your hope in the new year in all this, Kath? I'm really just looking forward to what we can bring out to the world, right? We've done over over 400 episodes with the two shows combined of just amazing people and advice, and I'm just looking forward to new advice for the new year. I love it. Me too. I just, you know, I hope that, I think my hope for the new year is that we just get to continue to travel around the world like we've been able to do so far. Right? Like you said, we've met the most amazing people from all over the world that do the most amazing things. And it's been so much fun to me to find out what people do, you know? Um, I, and I just look forward to a new year of new people and new possibilities. And like you said, I think passing out hope, you know, and inspiration and the wisdom that we've gained so far. So let's get this show on the road today. We have a beautiful lady joining us today from Malta. Her name is Hannah Cremora, and we are very glad to have you. Hannah, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Stacey, Cassie, and to the beautiful audience listening, thank you for having me. Uh, We're glad you're here. How about you kick us off, Hannah? How about you tell us who is Hannah, what do you do, why do you do that, and how can we connect with you? Definitely. So um, I'm tuning in from Malta right now. I've actually been... Um, living in Nepal, Kathmandu, where my husband is from. (laughs) So I'm back and forth between the Himalayas and the Mediterranean Sea. I am currently a business strategist and mindset mentor for those um, of us who like to put the labels on, just makes things easier to associate. I'm working particularly with uh, conscious entrepreneurs and business owners um, really to help them fulfill their soul's mission, um, their, their calling, if you like, and to serve their audiences, their clients, their people, their communities through effective business strategy, marketing strategy, and, and leadership. I'm also working with um, corporates, um, specifically as, on one hand, a consultant advisor on specific projects, who hire me for the strategy side, as well as coaching and training for their personnel and their teams on soft skills development. Um, you can find me on various social media networks, <laughs> on particularly LinkedIn, Instagram, and as well as recently I have joined Clubhouse, where I'll be hosting also weekly um, rooms um, covering topics on business, marketing, leadership, self-development, and this is called Conscious Leaders in Business. Sweet. 
All right. Do you let me ask you this, Tana? Do you primarily work with businesses? Do you work with individuals? Do you work with how does how does your program work, and how does someone contact you? I work with both. <laughs> I work with both um, solo entrepreneurs as well as executive coaches um, on an individual basis, as and business owners um, on specific projects when it comes to the strategy side of implementing or creating, checking the feasibility of a project, um, putting things in place, getting the right people involved, and training their teams. Okay, wonderful. And how does someone connect with you? Do you have a website or something that they can go to and find out about your program? Yeah, so uh, currently right now I'm in the process of uh, redoing my website. So it would normally be hanakramona.com. But I am also open to having a chat with you. So if you want to come in, just send me a message on LinkedIn or Instagram. It's um, at Han, H-A-N, Cremona, C-R-E-M-O-N-A. All right. Awesome. At Han Cremona. Yeah, on, on Perfect. Instagram. We want to make sure we, yeah, we'll make sure we put that in the show notes so people can connect with your program. Fantastic. I love it. Yeah. Very nice. Kathy, how, how does that, where does that resonate with you to be able to work with somebody that helps you fulfill your soul's mission? Well, I mean, I think, I think that's a beautiful concept, right? I always say that we're all just walking each other home, so we might as well be kind and lend a hand along the way. So I think that's awesome. Thank you for doing that. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you a different question. Throughout all of the people that you have met and the lessons you've learned and the experiences that you have had, have you defined what a hero is for you? And is there someone in your life that describes that or that fits that definition? Yeah, I think <laughs> I think there are two types of heroes that I would see or meet. In, in, in my life, in our lives, um, one of them is the, your everyday kind of woman or man who faced adversities and, and challenges and never gave up, never gives up, never played the victim card, sort of keeps them going, keeps the faith, keeps the trust in the center and, and really uses that journey and that experience to now teach and guide and lead others. And for me, I have seen so many women in my life who fit the bill, <laughs> from my mother, who most of you won't know, um, to to women who are, I don't know, like Oprah, <laughs> for example, right? And then we have, um, and then we have others who are, sort of the ones who put themselves out there. I feel like these are the ones who are uh, following their, serv- their, their service, the calling. Um, they're, they deliberately, deliberately put themselves out there to help, to empower, to support, um, to teach others when they don't really have to, right? It's really out of their, out of their choice. And in most, like, most cases, it becomes their vocation. Uh, we can take various... Um, spiritual teachers and leaders, modern-day activists, neuroscience, neuroscientists, um, 
people who are gaining recognition, but also to the everyday um, nurses and doctors who work on the front line, <laughs> who stay that mm. little extra holding someone's hand as they go through, you know, the, their their darkest hour. Like so, for me, these are also our heroes and heroes that I have met um, myself. Mm, beautiful. You know, my daughter is a nurse, and my her son-in-law is a fireman, and I think, Cassie, I, I feel like you will agree with me. We've met some of the most amazing heroes from all around the world. You know, we've, and the definitions are beautiful. The definitions are beautiful. Um, I love it. I love that you put your mom in there, you know. <laughs> I think that's really cool. You know, we, when we hear the word hero, and, and we've talked about this so many times, you hear the word hero and we get this instant concept of Superman, right, or the, the Avengers or Spider-Man or people like Oprah or Michael Jordan, these big, huge, famous people, and we think that that's where it's going to resonate. And 97% of the time, it is my mom, my dad, my third-grade Sunday school teacher, the lady that gave me that first job. It's so amazing to hear the, the humanness of the heroes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I think I I love that you've shared that because by saying that it it just really fills me with so much warmth. Mm. To know that you know, like you can be that hero too. There's a hero inside of you too. There's a hero inside of, inside each and every one of us. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. I think there is, and I think recognizing that is a it's important. Where it's huge that you can, in fact, be, and you can be a hero too. You know, they're all around you, and they're ordinary people like you and me. You know, beautiful. Yeah. So then, let me ask you another question. Let's take it in another direction. With all the things you've learned and your your concept of hero, the people you've met, the the path that you walk on a daily life, what's a life lesson that you've learned along the way that you feel like everybody ought to know? What can you teach us today? What's your life lesson? Uh, I think I'm going to pick, <laughs> I think I'll pick um, one that's very sort of alive in me today. It's, it's, been, um, it's, been, it's been coming up in conversations, whether that be with clients or with, with, with strangers even, um, and that is that confidence lies within you. It's always there, except what happens is that we're always seeking it outside of us. It's like something external is going to help us feel confident. Mm. Uh, and I feel like that is very resonant with what's and very alive in me today. And it happens. I feel like it's a theme. I felt like I had to share that. Mm-hmm. Today, for whoever needs to hear it, because um, I'm hearing I'm hearing stories, and I think I'm uncovering as not I think I know that I've uncovered as well parts of me and my story and and my development where I felt like I was constantly seeking things from the outside to to give me the confidence to then do what I wanted to do or to say what I wanted to say. Right? Does that mm, make sense? Yeah, it does. Mm. I love that. How many people need to believe that? Everyone. <laughs> Cassie, yeah. Cassie, where does that statement, confidence lies within you? Where does that take you? I think, you know, it kind of backs up for me. It backs up to what you were saying about 
there's a hero inside everybody, right? If people would realize that, they would spend a lot less time waiting on waiting to be rescued. Mm. Mm. Beautiful. I agree. Yeah, I think that's really powerful. I know that's coming from a person who is very vociferous, very outspoken. This often got me into trouble. (laughs) I guess this was also part of my growing up, like not not knowing how to navigate my own emotion with knowing what to say and when to say it. So that's often um, resulted in punishment or getting into trouble and a lot of frustration behind it, right? And I feel like yeah. along, along the years that my voice was sort of dampened and suppressed. Um, and in doing so, then I went to the other extreme of always trying to say the right things, trying to always please other people and then seeking that validation and recognition from others, and then that will give me the confidence to speak, if that makes sense. Yeah, so it, it just, it's like this vicious circle. <laughs> um, yeah, I wanted to bring in that story because I'm sure a lot of people may also resonate with um, not being heard or, or the, the famous you-can-be-seen-but-not-heard sort of um, upbringing of certain generations. Now, I was just having a conversation recently with a friend of mine about the fact that, you know, whether whether or not people like to admit it or think that it's important, people need to be validated, right? And at some point it goes from being what about me to why not me, right? So validation is very important, I think. And once you can validate yourself, it becomes less of an issue. But validation is very important in in any situation. Yeah, I believe that that really unlocks the key because when you start to see yourself and when you start to validate yourself, then other people will see you and validate you as well. And at least that has been true for my journey. Um, and I feel like going back to the confidence piece, this is, um, I gave where I felt like after, after going through that, um, those years and those, all the various relationships, right, as, we, as we're navigating our teenage life and our 20s and the 30s, whatever, um, I mean 30s, I'm, I'm, still, I'm, still, in my th- I'm still 34, <laughs> but you feel you go through you go through all of these these phases of life trying to fit in trying to say the right thing trying to please others and then what happens as a result of that you stop trusting yourself you stop trusting your voice um and maybe your your dreams die and and all of that goes down the drain with it right so coming back to the validation and confidence it's it's giving yourself that voice it's allowing your voice to be heard by yourself first and then it can come out and then people will start recognizing you. If that makes sense. 
I feel like oh, I'm just laughing on it, my life story. It makes total sense. It's you know, and it's. I think that that kind of goes true with anything, right? Like in relationships, you can't expect someone to love you and fully respect you and you know give themselves to you if you don't love yourself and aren't confident in yourself and haven't even given yourself to you. You know what I mean? 100%. I understand that completely. Stacey, what about you? I I love it. I, I think that's such a, that's the most beautiful advice, right? And it's what the thing is, the confidence lies within you. Giving yourself voice is so difficult. I feel like right now we're caught up in this mode of permission. Can I say this? Can I do this? Can I feel this way? Can I stand with these people? And we're looking for permission instead of, again, finding that voice, hearing your own voice, giving that confidence and saying, this is what I stand for. This is how I feel. This is what I say without needing to seek that permission from someone else to get that done. I think that's beautiful advice. What a, what a wonderful skill to develop within yourself. Yeah, and I think I, 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 I believe this is coming back to the desire to, be fit, to fit in and to be accepted into society and into our small bubbles, really, or bigger bubbles. Whatever bubble we're trying to fit into, um, we're, we're always trying to please others, but at what expense, at what yeah. cost? If we have yeah, to be truly like authentic and true to ourselves, would that be the same? So true. So true. What, how many people just need to hear that right there? It's okay to believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Okay, so let's ask you one more question. If you had a statement, of all the words there are out there, of all the things that you know and that you feel, if you had one statement of power and wisdom to share with the world, what would your statement be? What would your T-shirt say? Don't stop believing. <laughs> I love that. Don't stop believing. Break that down. Talk about don't stop believing. Don't stop believing. It's like, um, I just, especially in, I've noticed in the workspace that I've been in, so especially in, in the online space where we see a lot of coaches and consultants coming in, um, not only, but this is a very like live example where they have this desire, right? They, they, they come with this belief of, uh, and this, this, this determination, let's say, this, this intention to come and serve and to start their business and to really use the tools and the resources and the knowledge and the skills that they have developed to help others and to empower others. And then they suddenly realize, oh, this means that I need to run a business. And they start seeing the challenges. Oh, I need to do marketing. Oh, but I've never done marketing. Oh, I need the tech online stuff. Like, oh, my God, I've never used that before. And it it becomes like this um, one challenge after the other, one challenge after the other, right? It's it's, it's obstacles. And 
And when we get stuck and caught up in these challenges and obstacles, a lot of people tend to lose the intention. They, they, mm -hmm. they lose the belief. They lose the initial, like, the purpose. Yeah. And then it becomes this big thing that, oh, I don't believe it's possible for me anymore. Mm. All and because they couldn't master that one part. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's because, well, it's for many reasons, but don't quit on every challenge. If, if, mm. if, if, if you're married, you would know that a marriage is not all roses, butterflies, and rainbows. It's going to have it. You're going to have the conflicts. You're going right. to have the challenges. Do you quit at every fight, at every argument? Do you run away all the time? Or do you stay there for the conversation? Do you seek solutions? Otherwise, what a wonderful the... comparison. I'm sorry? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, otherwise, what's the point of the marriage, right? So in the same way, it's like, otherwise, what's the point of starting this business if you don't believe strongly enough in it? If you're going to quit and run away at every, at every challenge. So, so, so yeah, that's just to tie, tie that little piece in. <laughs> I think that's such a critical piece. You know, marriage, what a great comparison. Like, right? marriage is one of those things that it's the most beautiful, most difficult thing you'll ever do. Right? Yeah. To, to stay with, and, I've been married, and I've been married 38 years, so I can speak from some experience in it, right? In yeah. parts of it. But if you, can, if you can maintain your marriage and that relationship no matter what, you can do the same thing with your business. Yes. Uh, you can do the same thing with your dreams. You can do the same things with your goals because it is, yeah, absolutely. I agree. It's taking this world that he grew up in and this world that you grew up in and finding a place where those can come together because you're never going to see through each other's eye. Mm -hmm. uh, you're never going to see through the same lens except the one that you build together. Yeah. And I think your business is the same way. You know, you come in, you have all these parts of the team, right? these aspects, the tech person, or the, all those things you have to have, and everybody comes into it with their own vision. The trick is to pick out what that picture looks like for everyone. Right? Exactly. If you put an apple on the table, we all see the apple, but we all see it differently by our experience with apples. Right? Some people love them, some people hate them, some people throw them with their brother, whatever, but you're going to see that apple by your experience with apples. But that's such a vital part to the next thing. 100%. And to bring it back to the business, I mean, for anything you're trying to achieve, really, I think it's also, first of all, identifying what success means to you, because we have this idea of, of success being this big thing, except we never measure it, we never quantify it, <laughs> we never right. know what it means, right? Um, but also to understand that if success is not a destination, if success is a journey, then how would I show up for its challenges and obstacles? If I understand that challenges and the obstacles are just simply part of the journey towards success, then it's not such a huge big thing that pulls me out of the game, that takes me down, that wipes me out, that knocks me out, right? Yeah. Our approach right. is completely different. It's lighter. Beautiful. Okay. I think on the... Where did I I think, well, I was just thinking, you know, along the lines of if we're using marriage as comparison to, you know, if you're going to apply that same 
that same thought process to your job, right? If you love being married, right, you're going to fight for that marriage. You're going to deal with the conflict. You're going to deal with the drama. You're going to deal with whatever happens. And if you don't love your your job and what you're doing enough to fight for it like you would a marriage, there's no passion, right? And passion is important. Yeah. If you're not passionate about your what you do every day and where you are and what's going on, then you're not going to be in a position to fight for it. Beautiful point. Fantastic point. And then there are times where you know that you need to walk away. <laughs> you need to know when to walk away also. Mm-hmm. And I think that also, takes, I will feel. takes courage and leadership as well. I agree with that point. You know, and I think it's okay to remove toxic things and toxic people. And, and you know, you can love someone and, and lack someone and recognize that there's a toxicity in that relationship, and it's okay to recognize that and to go, I'm, I'm going to love you from over here. Right. I, I, think the, yeah, I think the same thing has to hold true for your business and your goals and your dreams. What is and what isn't the best route for you in the long run? Right? At the end of the day, it's your game. It's your story. How do you want it to read? You get to write the story. Yeah. You get to write the story. Excuse me, Kat? Were you saying something? <clears throat> Trying to, well, ladies, I know that I could keep having this conversation all day. This is fun. We could just keep going on and building on this all day. But with respect to you, um, Hannah, and the end of your day, and with respect to our audience and their time, we are going to have to find that place where it's time to wind down. So I am going to start by saying I'm so grateful for this time, for you coming and joining us and meeting us and sharing this wisdom with us. I firmly believe whoever needs to hear this will hear it, and uh, it will change a day or a heart. So thank you for who you are, Hannah, for what you do, for the, for the light you shine in the world, and for sharing your time with us today. I'm most grateful to you for your presence. I'm, I'm honored to have you. Kathy, I would like to give you the stage for a moment. How would you like to leave our audience today? Um. Thank you for being with us and for what you do. And um, I would like to leave our audience with a challenge. We've talked throughout this conversation about believing in yourself and having the confidence you need inside yourself and being your own hero and fighting for what you love, right? So my, my challenge for our audience today is to decide what you're fighting for, right? Is it really something you're passionate about? And if not, maybe it's time to walk away and fight for something else. Beautiful challenge. Thank mm-hmm. you for the thank you for the light you always leave to. I'm always grateful for that. Hannah, we would be honored if you would take the stage for us and close out our show. Give us the last ninety seconds. How would you like to leave our audience today? Wonderful. So many uh, beautiful thoughts and <laughs> little nuggets in here and I just want to say that you started the conversation talking about bringing hope and inspiration and looking at what is what is it that you can bring through this amazing work to your podcast to the Octrio community to the world and 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 that we we do recognize that the heat that there is a hero within each and every one of us and in fact I 
I mentioned my mother, right, being that first one, and and this is this is where we start now looking at okay, what am I doing? How am I doing it? How am I showing up? Do I continue to show up? And for me, this is this is part of the work. This is part of my mission. Um, having these conversations, sharing what I know, sharing my own experiences, because I know that someone may be watching me, and someone may be I may be, I may be that hero for that next person, or I may be my the hero for my son who is going to be born in a few weeks. I know he will be watching me. <laughs>